Hey guys and welcome, it's Monday Night Behind the Bunker. How about some live paintball goodness here from your friends at Behind the Bunker? Well, we are here for you tonight. It's 8 o'clock. Well, it's not, it's about 8.05, but it's 8 o'clock our time. And uh, we are here for you guys. We have lots of great paintball content. That's just not me. It's uh, We also have Gavin Sharma from Terra Tech Industries. Indeed, I'm here, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's going to be a wonderful Monday. We haven't been Zuckerberg yet. Uh, I don't want to say too much about that because I don't want to be incited for uh, or um, banned for inciting entertainment. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be entertaining, ladies and gentlemen. I promise you that. Make sure you hit that like and share button because we were bumped uh, on last Monday and people may not know we're back. But we're back, baby, and we're ready to do some paintball talk. Thank you for tuning in. Hit like and share. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what about Joe Kimson from Flaggerters Paintball? Greetings and greetings and thanks for tuning in, everybody. Wouldn't it be interaction? Wouldn't it like be entertainment, something? Gavin? Versus, you know. Uh, can you say that word one more time? Enter, enter. I don't know. Entertainment. Oh, uh, there we go. Enter, enter, interaction. <laughs> yes. I have oh. to turn up my volume a little there. Cialis uses that word for their commercials. Cialis. And then we have, uh, speaking of Cialis, Josh Zubizabrikis. Why am I lumped in with these Cialis crowd? That doesn't make any not. sense. <laughs> Normally I'm doing it to Gavin, so I figured I'd do it to you today. <laughs> I'm the only one on the show who has a small collection of children, and you guys are putting me in the Cialis group. Yeah, you've got a small village there, my friend. I think you're doing okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you to everyone for tuning in. Uh, thank you to those uh, in advance who like and share. And thank you to everybody who shared the show last week. Uh, you know, as as we stated, we had some kerfuffle with Facebook, but we seem to be back in the studio in Facebook land. So please like and share away, and uh, let's get this show on the road. Yeah, not only are we live on the Facebooks, we are also live on the YouTubes. Nice to see you guys nice. in there. Bobby, Angry Canadian Gamer, AK DJ Mojo, and uh, looks like there's more of you guys signing in. So, again, make sure you guys say... Uh, I'm trying to sign in. Say hello and, uh, and and like and share. I see George. Hey, Greg Beck. Hey. Bob, little Bobby Spisser, Tracy Santos. And uh, lots more of you guys, Dan and Hardy, all of you guys. So thank you very much. As Gavin said, make sure you hit that like and share. Uh, yeah, and our top share, our top share, Simone is in the uh, group as well. So thank you for tuning in and make sure you do uh, your job, by Fred. Yes. <laughs> yeah, share, share, share. Nice. We're back. So we're going to be talking about a few things tonight. Hopefully we'll get to most of them. Uh, one of the topics is what was the best paintball product you guys ever bought? Um, so we, we're going to get to that uh, later on tonight. Also, what about this best team name? That was uh, one that I enjoyed reading this week. And then another one that hit really hard. We have, I don't know, a couple hundred people commenting. What was your first paintball marker you ever shot? A lot of you guys are proud of the ones that you first shot, and some of you shouldn't be. Uh, but you know what? It was your first gun, and uh, I think we all have some pretty pretty nasty ones. A couple things in the news. Did you guys see this? I just saw this before I sat down to go on the show. Yeah. Congratulations to Todd Martinez, or congratulations to Houston Heat. Uh, I think Houston Heat is lucky to have them, or l lucky to have him, rather. Uh, but that's interesting, because he was with um, Ironman, who is just around the corner time. from where he lives, because he's in California, and he's kind of a die guy. So, I don't know. A weird kind of move surprised me, but good for him. Good for him. 
what else do we have? Um, Does this mean we have to change every answer in the show to Houston Heat now <laughs> instead of Iron Man? Maybe I do like Randy. I do, do like me a Randy Smith, and maybe uh, maybe that'll be the team that we're watching this year. Who knows? Um, couple things. Uh, Rick Chard sent me this. This is a, a limited edition B Young's Destiny jersey. Uh, this was given to him uh, many years ago. And uh, it has uh, B's, it, it was before B got married. And uh, he is actually sending it back to her to put it back in her collection. But uh, wondered what he thought it would sell for. Huh. What do you guys think? If he was to put that on the market and say, screw you, B. This is an early prices right. I'm getting excited. Ah. <laughs> More of an antiques roadshow, I feel. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Because this, this would be an antique. That's got a, it's got Chronic on it. Chronic hasn't existed as a paint in it's pretty old, yes. a long time. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure he'd get 100 bucks for it. No problems. Is USD? USD. All right. Yeah, I would say so. Prime agree. USD. Ag agreed. Yeah, I think so. So there you go, Rick. A uh, couple things to watch out for, ladies and gentlemen. Save some of your dates for 2021. Uh, Mission Masters has a lots of uh, lots of interesting things on the go. Make sure you check them out. Super Game Indiana, that's happening June 25th to 27th. That's another one you don't want to miss. Uh, and if you're going to play, make sure you sign up for B-Rad Page. He is on the red team. Uh, World at War Crimson Dawn. Make sure you guys check that out. April 9th to 11th. That's coming up very soon. And then you have... At French Lick. At where, sorry? Where? French Lick, Indiana. Nah, nah, nah. Oh, it is French Lick. It You're is, right. too. <laughs> Home of the How French are we kiss. just seeing that now? <laughs> That's the greeting whenever you meet anybody there. <laughs> That's why Joe's supporting the game. <laughs> he likes uncomfortable hugs and French licks. <laughs> there you go. Aliens versus Predators. Total Carnage, guys. April 24th to 25th. Uh, make sure you guys get signed up now for that one as well. A couple other things. Exalt's uh, now got free flex slide shorts in extra large and extra, extra, extra large. Wow. There you go. Uh, yeah, so you can wear those underneath your behind the bunker jeggings. Here you go. Exalt bayonet. Some new colors now available. Although I think the pew pew, 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 pew. is a bit of a rerun for, for some of those colors, but they still are pretty cool. Ghost gray collection. I like that. I like that gross gray swab. That's pretty nice. Yeah, I would say. Although I'm still a fan of, uh, oh, well, these are different colored neck gaiters, but I still want a tiger strike neck gaiter for sure. Yeah, it'd be nice to have some. I check every week. And they're always <laughs> on back order. And then what about... Also, uh, sorry, I, I did like the uh, the ref neck gaiter. Very I just, yeah, the ref, sharp. Yeah, let me the go back. Very tasty. Gaiter. There we go. Yeah, there, that is cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's from the Wheel of Fish. It looks delicious. And then they've got Zuby's personal ones, uh, Sugar Skulls. There you go. Sugar Why? I don't know. Why me? I don't know. <laughs> Sugar Skull. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's all the things that are going on in the news today. Uh, do th do want to thank you guys for watching the show. We have a brand new segment of The Vault coming up for you. That'll be in just a moment. We're going to be talking about uh, best team names. We have mail time coming up. We have best product that we that uh, we want you guys to talk to us about. Your first time uh, shooting a paintball marker, what was it? That'll be coming up. Price is right. And, of course, we're going to have our after show for all of you guys that are watching on YouTube or listening as a podcast. You guys get this after show. Uh, so if you're watching us on Facebook, eventually you may want to 
start moving over to YouTube. Uh, Matt, uh, if you're listening at home, let's take us over to the vault. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment of From the Vault, where we go back in history, back into the early days of paintball. Last week, we looked at my gear bag, uh, where I carried my mini mag. We'll continue on with this. We looked at my arms and barrel. We'll pull out a uh, view loader barrel plug. This is made from Texas, CM support. Um, this is cool. This is an Alter Dot. Long before they were aftermarket and everybody had an NC Star branded um, red dot. Ultra dot was the only red dot you could really find for paintball. You could get them in black or silver. Kind of cool. This is a pretty historic piece. It's probably 30 years old. I'm sure if I put a new battery in, it will still work. Um, three and a half ounce tanks. I ran my mini mag on three and a half ounce tanks. So it was kind of cool. I carried them um, on a leg holster. So it's pretty neat. I'd carry four tanks when I use my mini mag. Anyway, I guess we'll continue on with what's in my gear bag next time. See you soon on Behind the Bunker and From the Vault. Pew pew. Awesome. So that was my um, one of my little gear bags that I took to the uh, paintball field. I guess that was the only one at the time. Um, I had a gear bag that I carried my auto mag in because that was the only uh, paintball marker I was using it that particular genre, if you will. And then I had a, a custom made bag that uh, Eddie from USI made, Ultimate Sports Inc. made for me. I started. I, I drew a picture and faxed down this image of what I wanted. And he whipped up a bag for me. So we'll 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 look at that. Yes, he'll we'll look at that um in in future episodes i don't want to bore you with too much of my old gear stuff but i guess that is really the essence of what what's inside the vault so guys anyway thanks for tuning in and thanks for watching i hope everyone um, um enjoyed yes josh joe there's quite a few questions about that vault uh nothing to do with the marker but everything to do with the jeep oh the jeep it's actually not a Jeep. It's 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 called an M151A2. It's the predecessor to the Humvee. It was made by AM General. Um, it has a Ford engine, four-wheel independent suspension. Uh, they were produced uh, 69 to 83. They had them in Vietnam, Central America. It's kind of cool. Um, it's in my garage. It makes a great place to do the vault because it's kind of vintage. It's his every other day driver. Yes. It also makes a great truck to take from the field to go get tacos. It's a good taco. It's a taco getter. <laughs> I don't care what you're driving. Tuesdays. Anything is a good taco Mucho getter. <laughs> yes, anything is a good taco getter. Oh, so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. If you have any requests for from the vault, send it in, and uh, maybe Joe will have something in his vault. Um, I thought the essence of your vault, Joe, was Aqua Velva, or was that a different era? Were you more of an Old uh, Spice? No, it was old, sp more Old Spice. Actually, you know what? I used... um. Back, not was in high school. I used brute aftershave back in, ah, in high school. Oh, nice! And I ha and believe it or not, I had hair, so I used um, I, I had long okay, hair. Now we and, know this show's and, bullshit. And then I, I used final net on my brush when I did my hair, so I could part it down the middle. Pretty funny. You I'll know find what? a picture. I I, I, I want to talk please. about this and elaborate on this on the after show. I want to talk about colognes we wore and hair products we use but let's talk about that in the after show if you guys want I'm hoping somebody says hi karate please for the love of god Well Greg Beck somebody joins me in karate. some Drakkar In my in my favorites here look 
There's me in high school with long hair. See, look at that. <laughs> so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. We'll, we'll save that for the after show, our podcast. So uh, stay tuned for that. What did you smell like? That's <laughs> on the after show. <laughs> awesome. A All whole right. lot of awesome. Gavin, we're going to go right into uh, your segment. Ladies and gentlemen, it's mail time, my time to shine, where I get to rip open my sack and read some of the correspondence that you've sent in. I think, ladies and gentlemen, I scared you off last week when I said it was a full sack and we had a lot to get to because it's a little empty right now. So the sack may be dripping and leaking a little bit, but uh, if you have any... If you have any questions uh, that you'd like us to address, please post up in either one of the chats and we can certainly try to get to it tonight. Uh, so the first question comes to us from Bobber1, and he says, the uh, question is, knowing that a MagFed player uses less paint than the average renter, how do fields embrace MagFed while staying viable? So second question to listeners is, what do you think uh, uh, is a fair spend to play at the day uh, for the day? So how much is uh, coming out of your wallet? 75, 100, 150? And I believe Bobber's Canadian, so this he is a, he's a Spitzer, and so this comes from the Canadian dollar reduce, so maybe adjusted to it uh, to wherever you are. So first question: Knowing MagFed uses less paint, how can the uh, field stay viable and profitable? But look at Airsoft. You make less on an Airsofter than you do a paintball player, but yet fields are embracing them because they're an additional revenue stream. I think I think MagFed players are kind of the welcome back to the sport kind of group that you know can always still play at the field i mean most paintball fields have more than one scenario field so you can still play multiple groups you can have little johnny on field one and magfed on field two and airsoft on field three and they can all commingle and cohabitate i think that's i think i think magfed's you know done a number for that for the, for fields and stuff um if it was a magfed only game that's a tough one right like Joe, maybe you can speak to that one. Um, b- back, back, you know, before before we had MagFed, and you, you figured you would have someone would pay a gate, and they would typically buy a case of paint so you could bank on, you know, not bank, but figure it out. But now, now a Mag when, with with the event of a MagFed player, they're still paying basically the same entry because prices haven't necessarily gone up. They've gone up fractionally every year just because everything goes up fractionally. But then they're buying, you know, often a quarter or half as much paint as as uh as they would before when everyone was hopper fed so i think your your paint consumption for for events and and games like that is probably probably dropped um 30 to 30 to 50 percent um on some events when you're having a magfed game conversely on a saturday or sunday when you have um magfed players come out um when someone comes to the counter and they want to play rec ball and they want to buy a case of paint for themselves i just shudder because to come play recreational paintball on a saturday or sunday you don't need a case of paint because you're not going to light everybody up anyway even if we're running groups where the walk-ons play separately there's there's still you know rates of fire control and, and stuff but we did have a couple games last year where we had you know the renters playing on one field then we had sort of a beginner group of equipment owners then we had sort of an up level um equipment group so we had enough players to be able to break break down into three different groups of game 
groups of players as well as running low impact on a field. But, you know, for someone coming to play recreational paintball on a Tuesday night or on a Saturday or Sunday, I don't think they need a case of paint. And besides, if you if you can save some money, conserve some money, then you can play play more often as well. Or you can go so, out that so, night and go afford to have uh, have some nachos, have some nachos. And yeah, and so maybe my a answer, beer. My answer to the question really relates to the rental the rental field rental player. Uh, I think MagFed helps. Why? Uh, because it, it's affordable. It allows people to stay at the field longer, and it allows people to play more often. Uh, and when you have a target rich environment, that makes for a better playing experience. I remember sort of the early days in the 90s, and sometimes you'd show up to the field for the walk-on uh, game, uh, and there wouldn't be enough players. Um, so making sure that you know it becomes cost-effective and affordable for people to stay, and that increases the experience for everybody who's renting, whether it's HopperFed or MagFed or Pump or whatever, right? So uh, I don't think it's a disadvantage. Obviously, they're not shooting uh, as much paint, but it's keeping people on the field longer, and maybe you know that one person who isn't playing MagFed will pick up an extra couple hundred uh, rounds uh, just to, to extend their day as well. So I, I think it's advantageous to the field to cater to MagFed, um, not exclusively, but to incorporate them in a sort of the walk-on play. One of the only, I think, downfalls with the MagFled uh, style of play is the turnaround time in between games. It takes considerably longer for a MagFled player, MagFed player to come back in the staging area, get a drink, ammo up and get ready to go out again versus the days of just dumping your bag of 500 into your pods and putting it in your hopper and, and carrying on. Um, you still get your banter, but um, by the time you clean your mags, fiddle around, air up, your your turnaround is is down. So we're, we, work, we work really hard to keep our, our turnaround and our, our down times, if you will, down as low as we could to keep people playing we just want people to play paintball they're there to play paintball not to you know chit chat so yeah. something else to keep in mind and i asked you guys uh, in the live chat in the comment by the way we'll get we'll go back to josh here in a second uh if you guys how much you guys spend a day on paintball because that's where we're going to go next but go ahead josh uh this past summer um got to play a couple tuesday nights uh which is really really great um but we kind of modified it a little bit because we had a few people playing MagFed. And what we did was we actually shortened up the fields. So the engagement time to get into the actual paintball game itself was shorter. So normally we started a little farther away, a little farther away. What you want to do with your rental players and your walk-ons, I get that, I understand that. But when you're playing with a bunch of paintball players and you've got MagFed, we were a little shorter, we we're a little tighter. And the games were only about five minutes long. Yeah. So we ended up doing a quick round, switch, quick round. We got into the staging area and Jay was our referee, had us like through the walkie, through the walkie, you know, grab some water, air up, ammo up, back out. And the turnaround was really, really quick. And I actually went through 500 paintballs before I even realized what had happened. Yeah. But we were also I, I, playing but down. Was, but you guys were also playing down to like Bob and stuff, right? So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the really... The really, really cool thing was we played a lot of intense paintball very quickly. And it was really, really good. I was really engaged with that. I liked it. I had a great day. I went home. I was tired. It's exhausted. It was great. But that quick turnaround with that quick air up, short games that start from a closer distance. So the action happens almost immediately. We had no lulls. We didn't have any point in the game where people were looking around going, are we still playing? Like, I haven't heard anybody shoot 
in five minutes. There's less sneaking around type thing. So it was like a short, engaged little paintball game, and they were done and over with. I liked it a lot. <laughs> Yeah, Our yeah. friend from Australia, Steve Couchy, says MagFed, uh, from a rental perspective, has much lower paint usage. MagFed does offer the additional wow factor for players. So MagFed here in Australia is a great club slash event uh, specialty game. So yeah, thank you for that perspective from uh, Australia. Are we ready to move on to the next one or are we good here? I think we can I, move on. I think on. we can move on. I just wanted it's to go Australian. back. Australian. Did you want to wish that his dick fell off before we moved on? <laughs> that's almost an inside joke but, uh, <laughs> I also want to go back and look almost. at um, some of the some of the comments in the live chat as well uh, about um, about the dollar value go back and just search them up, search them up guys I, I've got to walk here for a second but uh, look at what people were spending uh, Cameron says sip a beer between each mag reload done a beer in your break <laughs> not sure if that's a great idea yeah, I'm just trying to scroll back. Just hard. If anybody has anything. Yeah, sorry, we got off topic uh, and kept going. I, I apologize. Bob Spicer says, uh, but MagFed doesn't stay on the field as long, so there's more games. Yes, that's true, Bob. And if you start off, like I said, with a closer starting point, you get more in, you actually end up using more paint than you actually, actually realize you're using. Bob is uh, proud to announce this year that he has a bit of a sponsorship and he has a uh, pod crew now that's going to be following him around to the field days and they're going to be filling his mags while he's out on the field. So that's great. I, I, I appreciate that. That'll be, that'll Just be good. That's one thing that... Chuck it to the dead box and have somebody sit there winding your mags and filling them all up. I've said you know this what? and I know, it, I know people are not going to like this, but I wish that, you know, if I was to play MagFed, I'd like to be on a, on a team that had enough guys that there'd be people back at the picnic tables that were just refilling mags so that when you came back, it was a quick turnover, like a pod, pod, uh, pod crew. And I've, I've said that you have, you have enough, you have, when your team goes out, you have two, twice as many mags. So you have a pit crew inside filling up your mags. So you come back and you can go again. That would be efficient. Much like sadly, a speedball team operates with a pit crew. They have guys cleaning them up, ready to go for the next game. And I think, um, you know, an efficient yeah. team or, would or you play like, like George that. Hay um, or chase traffic with the kind of cash money that they have they don't even reuse their mags they just load them and then throw them on the ground so <laughs> all right to go so back to your original money. question in terms um, of what you pay for a day sorry Josh you want to go ahead yeah I was just gonna add in there's quite a few guys that we play with who use a remote line to a larger tank um, and we'll bring out six mags with them but also bring out a little pod of 50 or a hundred in a in a vest pocket or something like that and just stand there in the dead box and spin you know spin an allen key in there and reload and away you go so you're playing the next round so they're able to stay on the field a lot longer which i carry a great idea i carry a hundred round pod in one of my vest pockets and then i can fill up another five mags in between games so i always have ample ample paint for myself and milo that's a good way to describe yourself joe's ample I carry seven mags on the field, but I also have a number of 10-round tubes in my dump pouch. Um, and then I just top up in between games. Your, dun- so. your dump pouch is rather ample as well. I've got an ample pouch. <laughs> All sorry. right, so I'm to answer sorry. your question that you keep dancing around, uh, you wanted to know what, uh, what people spend on a particular day. So Cameron Turnbull says uh, pump is 80 for two days for him. 
Uh, speedball 80 for one day. Mag fed with first strike is 100 for one day. And Mag fed with round ball is 100 for eight days for him. Look at you, budget baller. Good for you. No kidding. No kidding. Um, yeah, Mike D or Mike C23 says 60 to 80 bucks. Uh, Dwayne King says I'll buy 100 or 200 rounds for the day. Um, that's why my kids are starving. Um, I usually buy 100, pound, 100 paintballs a day, says Wounded Beekeeper. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the, for the most part, you're, Joe's kind of right before when he was talking about it. I mean, a bag of 500 goes an awful long way. I mean, you think you need a case. Unless you're playing speedball or unless you're playing a big game, you don't need that much paint. But a bag of 500 goes an awful long way. Yeah, 500 shots. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, good uh, friend Bob, a good friend Bob Spicer Spicer uh, says seventy five to hundred is fair for Magfed. My Bob, my friend Bob Sacamano. Um, do we want to move on to another another question? We're 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 going on about this one, so let's. Uh, I yeah, Matt, Matt's yeah, texting me on. telling me are, we should. Are move. we all just gonna skip over the fact that none of us pay for paint and just steal that out of Gavin's gear bag? <laughs> yeah, replace it with Timbits. <laughs> he goes, th- yeah. Yeah. I'm, like, right. oh, I'm out already. Huh? All right. <laughs> See you guys at the pub. Gavin, I have a visual question, but you said you had another one. Um. Yeah, I've got two more, and then we can go to the visual if that's yep. okay, Todd. I yeah, know then. it is your show, but this is my segment. Uh, so Chafing PB would like to know, would the Wiley X goggles be safe to use in Canada? I have no info on this, Joe, so I'll maybe throw it to you. I did some research. Um... First of all, the Wiley X Spear goggle is a mil spec goggle. It's for you know military operations. However, it does. Where's my specifications? It does meet the ANSI eighty-seven point one rating, which is suitable and acceptable for airsoft. And there's also a mil pref number, which is three two four three two, which exceeds the eighty-seven point one. Um, which is the military uses. However, it is not approved and would not be approved for paintball in Canada um, because paintball in Canada and paintball in North America uses an ASTM standard, which is F1776. And after speaking to, to people in the industry that have more, that know more about goggles than I do, a paintball rated goggle takes way more abuse and exceeds an 80, a mil spec goggle. If you think of a mil spec goggle, if people are shooting at you and or you're repelling off a helicopter or something, they just really need to keep the dust out of your eyes. A paintball is des- goggle is designed for a projectile to come at your face and shoot you. Think of being shot with a first strike round. That far exceeds the pressure hit of anything from an air a six millimeter airsoft bb also the wiley x spear goggle does not have any ear protection nor does it have any face protection an astm standard for a goggle is also the lens but it's also the goggle from the manufacturer with the ear protection built on and the chin and all that that's one complete package so declan if you wanted to wear those goggles for airsoft as long as they had a full seal you could wear them, but can you wear them for paintball? No. Although some places allow it, but would should you? No. Yeah. yeah. That's all I got. There you go. So not only did we answer a question tonight, but Joe researched it. 
This is uh, this is a first. We need to mark this on our calendars. He was looking uh, at my sack. <laughs> Gavin, yes, Josh. Can you repeat that? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Catch it and rewind. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Speaking of rewind, hey, I see a lot of you guys have shared already the show. Please get an opportunity while you're watching the show tonight. Share it. Uh, not only on your personal page, but if there's any Facebook groups that you belong to, from you know a MagFed groups to paintball groups to pump groups, whatever, share it in there. Uh, there's a lot of people that uh, keep finding us every week, and we'd like to keep those numbers going up. And uh, with you guys and your help, uh, that would definitely be awesome. So we would appreciate it. Um, Gavin, how about uh, one more question? Oh, you read my mind, my friend. Garrett Green uh, wrote in to us, and he says, On the show, you talked about the Holy Grail being the J the Claire JT bottom. Why yeah, are yeah. Claire masks more popular or available today? Can they make Claire masks? I guess they could. Would it be more expensive than... Wouldn't you? I think the hardest thing would be to make it clear, keep it clear, and not get foggy. And 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 that paintball would you know discolor it. You'd probably even they if you white filled ball, it'd start to yellow or they yellowing so, from the, the UV as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that would be the hardest. What if you use you know, like a topol or something, like a smoker's tooth polish? Would that not clean it all up, or am it, I dating myself? Yeah. Yeah, put some SPF 40 on there before you go out of the <laughs> field. And so, you know, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, paintball historians, Joe, you can chime in for this. I believe that the clear uh, bottoms were were made uh, essentially just for the ESPN tournament so that uh, it would easily uh, be translated to, to TV. So I don't think it was yeah. a huge production run on it. I don't think uh, it was at ESPN. Was I think yeah. it was NPPL, but I believe you are 100% uh, correct. Okay, okay, no, no, hang no, on no, a no, second. No. Hang on, hang on. Let me chime in here and say, it's, it's, tell you you're both wrong. <laughs> Oh, okay. yes. The reason why clear bottoms have not been reproduced is the same reason why we don't make clear hoppers. If you have a clear hopper, the other side can see how much paint you have left. If you have clear bottoms, the other side can lip read. <laughs> yeah. Very very important. Important. That's where Navy oh, foot signals came That's in. That's where Navy <laughs> – Todd is 100% correct. That is where <laughs> Navy foot signals come in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stephen Couchy in the, uh, the chat says, uh, Claire is no good for ugly players uh, or if you don't have a dental plan. Probably not a good idea. <laughs> now, braces. Die just came out with a, a, a pretty uh, opaque or gray mask. Just They re released an i5 – smoke or gray but it's really really light this is probably the clear closest thing to a clear production um model that we've seen lately yeah. I, I i know a small amount of thing about plastics for some unknown reason but i can tell you when you make something like a clear rubber bottom or plastic bottom the hardest man color to manufacture is yellow the next most impossible one to manufacture is clear because oh, when you manufacture anything out of clear that's made out of a mold it has to be actually vacuum sealed to get all the air bubbles out so you don't end up with all these air bubbles so if you actually look at any of the bottoms that you have and cut them open they're full of little tiny air bubbles that don't show up when you have colors the second they're clear it creates an entirely different problem if i had to guess it's because that manufacturing process is probably about four to five times more expensive for a clear bottom. Yeah. I'm you're right, I'm sure it's doable, but financially I yeah. don't think it makes sense. And if they charged enough money to actually make them, people would be paying two thousand dollars for clear bottoms. Well, clear bottoms, they make the rock and world go round. Uh Devin Schwartz says nineteen ninety five World Championship of Paintball with Fred Schultz broadcast on ESPN was from Kissimmee, Florida. Uh -huh. 
Huh? Uh, ESPN, <laughs> huh? Huh? Uh, yeah, but then he also says that he, in a further post, that he is wrong. So, no, but congr- yeah, good for you, Devin. Thank you. I see no mention of NPPL in that post whatsoever, Tom. <laughs> not once, Oh, hang yeah. on. I got to click see more first. Nope, not there. Yeah. Um, all right, one more question, Gavin. This one is from Matt Autry. He says, uh, sorry to bug you, and I'm sure you get questions all the time from fans for everything, so no rush to get back if you choose to get back at all. But dollars to performance, what would your choice in a scenario gun uh, be right now? Thinking of the crossover XVR, if I can find one, but I'm open to other suggestions. Um, What's a crossover XVR? Is that the That's old an old Tipman one. one. Um God. Now, my response back to him via message, I basically said that any working gun is a good gun. You know, as long as you can find one that you like, because the thing is, the longer you get into the sport, the more you're going to buy anyways. Just be open to know that you're going to be buying more guns. But let's say he's going to buy one today and he's at a store and you can help him and every gun under the sun is at that store. Would you tell him to get an XVR or would you give him another suggestion? And let's keep the price down a little bit. Um, I know Cameron, any gun? Any, well, any gun, but let's keep the price down. Like I'm seeing a lot of you guys are saying MG100, and I agree with you 100%. Um, but let's let's try to keep it down to a few hundred bucks. Because he's just any getting into it. Any gun at all. Yes. Any gun. Yes. Any gun. Any gun at all. Yes, but keep the budget down. You all fail for not saying the Tipman C3. No, they're not in a store. <laughs> we're not, we're not anti- this is not Antiques Roadshow. I asked multiple times. Any gun, and Todd said yes. Well, any. All right, so tip and C three. I I would still like to see him get a semi-auto, not a pump, only because if he's new to the sport, he doesn't want to take an instant handicap. I know people are going to get upset with me saying a pump is a handicap, but it is when you're starting out. Let's get him a semi-auto. You know, like a Tipman TMC, because then he can get into Magfed right away. He can play. You know, semi-auto. How TMC or a Stormer Elite would be an option. Certainly, an option. It can go Magfed Hopper, and it doesn't look as mill semi as a TMC either. Thus, why they're allowed to be imported and used in Australia because they don't look to AR fifteen ish. Um, Wolfie Critchlow says Axe. Yeah, the A5, chase, chase Traffic Morse, absolutely. And the thing is, between an A5 and an Axe, you're really not that far off price-wise anymore because people are jump, dumping Axes like crazy, even though they shouldn't be. Remember um, I said before that Tipman's bringing back the, um, what did I say? Their Phenom is bringing back, they're bringing the Phenom back. That's what I've heard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, lots of lots of choices. Uh, any other things that we're missing, guys? I'm saying e, A, A5 with an E grips is Dannon. Stormer for Someone sure. Someone said a Tipman Cronus. You know what? I think if you're gonna go with a Cronus, you should go with the Stormer. Stormer, I think it's absolutely. Stormer, yep. Little little more newer technology, a little more upgradable. I think the Stormer really is the new Cronus Plus. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. That's a Cronus Plus. Stormer, <laughs> it is. A Stormer is a Cronus Plus. Yeah, okay. Nice. Or Plus, depending on what your language. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move on real quick. Guys, if you want to send in your questions to Gavin's mail sack, just send it to showbehindthebunker.com or send it to any of our social media or post it on our pages. We'll, we'll, we'll find it. Uh, but before we go any further, guys, something very important has come across my desk that I want to tell you guys about. Planet Eclipse. Did you know that they have more championships, new mechanical markers, new electronic markers, 
Hey, just new territory in general, including all new MegFed division. Get Planet Eclipse, guys, and take on the world. Holy smokes, when the world's greatest players, yep. photographers, and expected parents need the best coverage, most vivid colors, biggest selection, they pull the tab on an EG product. Hashtag me up, pull smoke, pop smoke. Thick welded seam stainless steel hardware, multiple color options makes AirUps the number one choice for inflatables on and off the field. They are made in America by Brent Davis and his crew. Head up to AirUps.com. AirUps always reminds me of Wolf's Tata Tuesday post. <laughs> ruthless paintball dreams fade ruthless paintball products colors sublimations and craftsmanship never die on or off the field ruthless keeps you fresh use the promo code btb15 for 15 percent off your order adapt create and win exalt is in our blood make your game boil get exalt available worldwide 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 from the beginning you stumble down a rocky cliff or waited chest deep through a mosquito infested bog now whether you're Sliding in a snake or running and gunning, GI Sports has a gear for you. Now with the new Stormer, Stormer Elite, and Stormer Tactical. DLX Technologies, guys. True industry innovators with some of the lightest, fastest, and sleekest hardware in the paintball market today. DLX has the power to get to the podium. Hey, and that's where you want to be, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you to all of our great sponsors. If it wasn't for them, we would not be here. Please take a second and give them some love, ladies and gentlemen. When you guys are searching for your next paintball gear. Um, so thanks Gavin for, for the mail time tonight. Um, I want to go back and revisit a show from a couple of weeks ago. We talked for antiques roadshow guys. And what that is, is we usually show you a, a, a paintball product. We want you guys to help appraise it. Something that they think they're going to get uh, dollars for. Well, we showed this abomination a couple of weeks ago and, um, we learned that it was part of a, uh, kind of an ugly contest that, that guys were putting together. And then uh, Neb said, "I've been in those before." <laughs> I, I don't that, know if you can call that an abomination. It's more of like a collection. Yeah. Well, this is uh, all right. <laughs> so this is. Uh, he says, uh, "Thanks for showing off my Rainmaker mechanical on the show." Turns out it wasn't done by Jordan, uh, but he helped uh, the guy on M. Carter Brown get it working. Sold for two hundred seventy-five U.S. dollars which I think is more than what we were thinking. So, um, time it, out. That's, that's working? It, it is working, yeah. That's impressive. It, I'm sure it had a really good personality. Yeah. So it was <laughs> it was on M. Carter Brown for the piece of poop contest as the winner. Every year they do a, sorry, a pile of poop building contest, uh, and I think this one would win uh, this year. So he sent in this one. It is a double-barreled SP-1. Wow. That's cool. No matter uh, what, what they look like, they still have friends. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see some of the abomination inside to get it working as well wow. as some of this. Well done, though. Well oh, done. Oh, my goodness. That's cool. Yeah. So good job. That's pretty neat. That is impressive. I, that it, is very impressive. You know what? If you put a grip on there, that's going to cover that up. And uh, that's not terrible, but look at that just in general. I think that's pretty cool. I mean, if you came out to the field with that, I mean, I can't I can't afford a Palmer's Nasty Typhoon, the double barrel gun, and this would be the next kind of thing. I, I think this would be kind of cool. That's pretty neat. What do you guys think? And we're asking you guys in the chat right now, what do you guys think that this would sell for? If you owned it and you were trying to sell it, what do you think you'd get for it? And thank you I to Nev now for sending that. I in. even have parts. I even have parts to make that work. 
Um, you got a hammer and a sledge. I like how Joe <laughs> assumes an SP one is gonna work. It's cute. <laughs> but I have those fiddly bits in my repair parts for some guns. Um, I don't know. Would I? I pay two fifty for that. Bob Spicer said it would sell for six fifty. I I'm kind of leaning towards him and Cameron. Cameron says seven hundred. I, there's a lot of people out there that would look at that. Can you imagine the stuff that we sell on eBay all the time uh, that we see on Prices Right? It's not far off to get six or seven hundred bucks for a two-barreled gun. If Think, if you worded that correctly, rare, custom, <laughs> rare, custom, custom one rare, of a kind, at all. But, All of those magical internet words. I I don't see why seven fifty. But be a I problem. think you'd get another hundred bucks on top of that if you put camouflage duct tape and some sort of an abomination of a spray job on it. Because then, oh, then we, we find that seems to get square, <laughs> at least a couple square inches of burlap sack on there somewhere. Yeah. You'd be right as rain. Angry Canadian gamer says two hundred bucks and wounded beekeeper says three hundred. I don't know if our YouTube market is just cheaper than the Facebook viewers. Um, but I'm seeing 780 bucks from Chase Traffic Morris and 750 from Brian Foster. So I, don't I know. said 250, 275. I'm gonna I stick with that, but you guys are probably right. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. We all want to get more than what we think we're gonna get for something, but I think you'd list it for 750. I think. Yeah. yeah I was thinking around the 800 mark, so that yeah, that's not too far off. Yeah. 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 Personally, if someone tried to sell me at the field, I'd say 100 bucks. Yeah, but I think you could. I think you could trick somebody on the internet. <laughs> paying seven fifty four. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's move on, guys. We have lots more to get to on the show. Sorry to keep bumping it around. I wanted There's to no show price? a couple things. Even, well, there is no price because it's not. Yeah. It hasn't sold yet. So this is. We're just. We're just offering You're our our thing left here. Me this this <laughs> picture, much much like the show, Gavin, is a big letdown. Yeah, huge disappointment, Todd. <laughs> Speaking of which, guys, I see a lot of you sharing this, but please. Do get an opportunity to share this while you're watching it. Uh, all your shares do definitely go a long way. A uh, couple of pictures Sharing came in. Sharing is caring. A <laughs> couple of pictures came in from our friend Joey Setapan. I meant to show this last week, but with our internet issues, we were having some issues. But uh, have a look at uh, their custom helmet what here. What is that? It's a, it's, so it's their helmet. And you can see here. So here's a top view. And I'm going to just... Is that a really... So nice. if you could see where you'd stick your head, let's see all the spray foam that they're using to sort of help yep. shape Hold it and it whatnot. Okay. Oh, that was your mouse. I thought it was a fly. <laughs> so that's kind of the look they were going for. Wow. Okay. But you can see. Like, oh, I see it now. Okay. Yeah. What a great job. Doesn't Todd's mouse look like a fly buzzing around on the phone? <laughs> it's Jeff Goldblum. A little bit. Yeah, so well done, Joey. Hey, if you guys have anything custom, we'd love to see it. Send it in to show up behind the bunker .com or uh, or just catch us on any of our social I media. I have a custom bell. It's been bedazzled with purple beads. It's custom. Joe was the first rhinestone cowboy. <laughs> like a rhinestone cowboy. <laughs> the OG. <laughs> All right, well, we got uh, we have three topics to get to tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you guys have sheets for all of them. Let's go into something that we skipped over last week, which was uh, best team names. Um, if you guys at home have any suggestions for teams that you have heard their names and thought they were the greatest, post it up in the live chat and we'll, we'll try to read them. Um, one of the one of my favorites before you guys read is, uh, and we've seen their, their, their pictures before, but they have Darth Vader uh, outfits as their jerseys and they're called the Master Invaders. And I still think that they're one of the best, most clever teams. 
Uh, James Mitchell, projectile dysfunction. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Well done. Um, Sean Squeaka. Mechavitz, our teams, we call our team by and see how many games we can win because the other team didn't show up for the game. <laughs> Nightmare Crew, two run to drunk. Um, off Little Boys. <laughs> Big Fact Hunt. Um, Astastic. Nice. Chris Kalka, our local fellow. Um, <laughs> Screaming Seaman. It's one of my all-time yeah. favorites. Nice. They had evil stuff too, right? Yeah, they did. Was that not evil jersey and evil pants? Evil yeah. pants. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Roger Weber says Plan B. Uh, noobs and Rhino Dragons. Trixie, what is it? Oh, I missed it. Someone. Trixie. Hobbitses. Hobbitses. <laughs> nice. Rotten kids. There you go. Bad for business. X-ball team played in suit and ties and had suitcases as gear bags. That's great. I'm Kevin Kazmarek, Snowball's Chance. Sex apron. Um, That's great, Stephen. <laughs> assless chaps. Um, <laughs> drunken prom date, Bobby Doused. Um, Chris McLean, off donkey. <laughs> Mark Remick, Moose Knuckles. Scott Hayes, Meal Team 6. <laughs> that's like the that's the food they always talk about where they're going to eat. We could be a meal team as well. Meal team six, um, I like that. Dad, uh, Dylan, Kai, Daddy's darlings. How about Greg Beck, Tri-State Inseminators? <laughs> 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 that's great. I'm gonna pause for a second. Can you imagine asking you to get jerseys made up? <laughs> With any of these names? Well, the Tri-State yeah, we Inseminators would just have a big turkey baster. <laughs> Tri-state tri inseminators almost sounds like something you'd hear on Phineas and Ferb. Weren't Phineas and Ferb from the Tri-state yeah. area? Yeah. That's all I got. But That's uh, Mark great. Remnick, uh, Madison Muskies, Mark Goldfarb, Psych Ward, uh, Curtis Carney, the pullout method. <laughs> Roger Weaver, I can't read yours. Sorry. No, Bob, Bob Spicer, Brokeback Mountaineers. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Uh, Brian Porter says kilt cards. We wear kilts and aren't very smart either. <laughs> the corpsman, that's good. Uh, Andrew R says uh, flaming homers. Nice. Martin Christian says Texas taco meat. <laughs> I don't know if there's a. But John Merrick says one of my favorites, uh, paraplegic turtles. Yeah, that was a fairly well-known team. Yeah, uh, Russell Nace says full plastic jacket. <laughs> That's the first I've heard that one. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, James Tomlinson, shut up, we're trying. And last but not least, Jonathan ah. Padilla, clearly chubby chasers. <laughs> oh boy. And I have one more left on my sheet here from uh, Death Cruff from the Instagrams, drunken prom date. Oh nice. yes. Nice. Armchair Rangers says Roger Weber. Team Sleaze, Greg Beck. That's great. Wow. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Uh question for next week. Best call signs and nicknames on your jersey. Well done, Bob Spicer. Let's uh let's make that one happen. 
I will send myself a reminder. We'll post that one up. Fubar is another good one. There you go. Uh, how about uh, BOGOF, Brotherhood of Generic Old Farts, says Alistair Hayes. There we go. All right, well, why don't we move on here, ladies and gentlemen. We have two more topics to get to. We also have Prices Right, which we haven't done in a while, but we're getting on with time, so maybe we don't do that. Um, you know what? We're going to do the next topic. We're going to leave what was your first gun. We'll do that next week. Uh, what was your best paintball product you ever bought? Let's get into that real quick. Um, and, guys, if you see these on our social media uh, platforms, chime in, put your comments up, because we usually try to read them on the show. Um yeah, and that's Bob Backdoor Spicer to you. Nice. Is that really the nickname you want? Oh, dear God. <laughs> no, but it's a nickname he's going to get. <laughs> hey, that's Backdoor! Yeah, yeah. Dwayne King says, Plan Z, the final attempt. Nice. <laughs> uh, bag of Chips. Sorry, did you see Bag of Chips' um, Instagram and Facebook? He went on some truck some six-hour drive to northern Ontario in the middle of nowhere, filled up a train with diesel fuel and came back. Crazy times. Did you know he was a quarter of the way up north? In the North Pole? To where I was born. Nice. I thought you were going to say he was a quarter of the way there before he realized his truck was empty. I was going to make a mom comment, but I won't. (laughs) Where were you born? (laughs) Sue Lookout, Ontario. Oh, boy. Nice. There you go, guys. That'll be a trivia question one day. Um, all right. So what was the best paintball product that you guys ever spent your money on? Two hours away from Manitoba. Gavin's going to say eyes on sight, but it broke on him. So maybe he won't. Um, yes, I, that's still my, my best purchase ever. And do you remember it broke? And then one of our viewers, Mr. Wizard, uh, he used to tune in regularly, sent me another one. So I was very grateful for that. So if you have an eyes on site anywhere, send it to me. I'll take it. I love it. Brian Foster in the live chat says, love Gavin's facial features. I, I don't, I can't tell if he's making fun of you, Gavin. Uh, well, <laughs> since, the, yeah, since, since the stroke, it's not very mobile, but I'm trying. Your, Therapy's working. Your go-to. You have a touch of the Bell's palsy from the COVID. <laughs> yeah. For sure. It's okay. You can go back to the future and fix that. Um. All right. So yeah, best thing you guys ever bought, Josh. Best thing you've ever bought. Uh, like me personally. Yeah. Oh, I. Dan and Hardy says freak barrel kit, and Greg Beck says eyes on or high vis. Definitely high vis. Eyes on. What I... are you high? <laughs> I have to say, um the best thing that I've ever bought that I think I got the most like impact use out of I guess that, if that's what you want to call it was my uh, Easy Creation fans ah. see I thought you were going to talk about Spec Ops as, as the broadsword maybe I, do, I, I tell you I wore that broadsword vest till it literally fell apart I mean the zipper was missing teeth it was safety pinned together like it, I did everything I could to keep that thing alive and eventually it, it just died but it's it yeah. served me well for like a good 12 years like i can't ask much more than that but those easy creation fans like the flexar version yeah what, what like it's every time i turn it on all the fog is clear it's gone and i'm turned off and i'm back to play yeah it's the, by, by far i think one of the best purchases i've made okay sasha says the tommy stock for his bud 
Mike says the Idema combat systems chest rig. Uh, my Eagle Vest says Colin Cooper. Um, Condor uh, Mopic plate carrier says Ryan McGee. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I would best product. JT Proflex says Alistair Hayes. What are you guys thinking? Let me re I have to think about this. I got to read a few. Um, Chris Boyd, CS2, um, Tepli 04, free, Exalt Freeflex Elbow Pads, um, Mike Holmes and Emac, Neil McNee, early 90s Automag with a 2000. He has a Timmy, um, OPPA chairman, field membership. That's that's a good, good one for you. Yeah. Thinking of that, um, yeah. I think one of the best, I don't think this is my be all and end all, but I think one of the best things I bought was two of them. One was a Reds squeegee that lasted me pretty much most of my playing career. Um, and the other thing is, and I know this is random, but I bought a monkey with a gun headband. It could have been anybody's headband, but for some reason it, I wore it for years and years and years. And it's, um, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of like my good luck thing. So I always wear it. And uh, so I would say that was the best purchase, I guess. I think for me, the best purchase um, back in the day was a BL2000. The ah. first the first uh, motorized loader I had, and it was a game changer for me. So since then, anytime I'm hopper fed, uh, even if it's a pump, it has to be a motorized loader. So yeah. uh, that was my best purchase. I think the, the worst purchase was a nipple cover. The little metal ones where you push and pull it off and it covers your nipple of your tank to keep it clean stupidest thing i spent 20 bucks on that thing and like gotta keep it clean gotta keep it clean and then <laughs> I, I had mine had like the little phone cord attached but to it so i wouldn't lose it but it just kept jabbing into the side of my hand and it was just a waste of time but, but you know what in all honesty and all of paintball i think it is the most well-intentioned Yes, I agree. Somebody went there and said, this is a good yeah. idea. And everyone everyone said, yes, it is. Yeah. But how many but of these good so intention, stupid. good idea things, and even in just general life that you guys buy and then just realize that you spent money on something that you thought would help your life and it became useless? Yeah, like you surround know? sound systems for my house. Or a wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like well. my wife. <laughs> I had surround... Blink if she's in the room. What was, what was wrong with just listening to the TV, the speakers through the TV? Now you change your TV and you have these receivers and you have six speakers and they're worth nothing. And most people had two of them, yeah. two sets of them. They're Man, useless. But remember when we were in high school and college, how much money you spend on stereo systems? Yeah. Nobody stupid. does that anymore. Yeah. Ah, whatever. Alexa uh, plays not enough I want to get stuff. better sound of the little Under Armour earbuds through Bluetooth that go in my ears than yeah. I did ever from her surround sound system. Yep. Yeah, I hear you. Well, we oh, kind of got off topic, but... Colin Cooper, <laughs> my VF Tactical That's and Indian Springs before. leg holder. You know what? I was just struggling with what my best purchase was and what gun I used the most. And I was thinking between my Bushmaster Point Man, which took me from really pump guns to my mini mag yeah but my point my bushmaster only had a i think a 40 round then an 80 round view loader then my mini mag would have gone from the 80 round view loader to the motorized vl 200 but then i colin just made me think of my bush my um 
WGP, my tactical. I would say my tactical is probably the gun that I use the longest. I think it, it, I'm going to have to say my VF tactical. Good one. Thank you, Colin Cooper. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, another uh, thing that we kind of forgot about, too, that I used for many, many years and have forgotten about my straight shot squeegee. Yes, sir. Still one of the best yeah. squeegees. Yeah, if you think yeah, about it, right? It. Nope. You think about yeah, it. Yeah, we have some still. Todd, do you want one? Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I've got plenty. For things. twenty dollars. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I got plenty of those. Uh, any now other? That, yep. Now that Joe brought it up, I, I I have to say I think two of the most underrated markers for what they were and what they are still today is the AGD Tac One and ah. the VF Tactical. Ah. The number of people who don't know those, who have never really seen them, and definitely don't appreciate them, and those are the two. You know, I I agree. We need to bring our VF tacticals up, man. Those things, those are the those were the equivalent to the M170. Yeah. If you could go back to 2004, that would be the that would be the equivalent. Yeah, you know that's 16 years. That's a that's a generation of kids. We need to hit up Simon Stevens and get him to send us out some of the proper macro or micro line for all the front end. Oh, and we can God, get it rebuilt. Yes, yeah, we'll do I, that one of these I days. I looked, I looked everywhere. I ordered from seven different places. Yeah, find replacement macro line that fits on the old school barbs, the old school barbs and the VF tactical. Yeah. I actually ended up buying new barbs for the VF Tactical, threading those in, and putting the new three-way hoses on them. It felt sacrilegious to go through and take some of the original parts off, but it's the only way I can get it working. Yeah, no, I hear you. The uh, old hoses are not the same as the new ones. Yeah. Uh, Colin Quinn, uh, Colin Cooper says, "Count me in for macro line." We should really call it micro line, but we'll uh, we're gonna yes, we're gonna try to get what it's called. get to that some hold. Uh, Eric Lau says uh, his evil head wrap. Yeah, man. Does anyone need a new one? I still have a yellow one in a bag. <laughs> if anyone needs an evil head wrap, I have brand new yellow yeah. ones in bags. And Bob Spicer does bring a good po- point. We do need top hats to go with the hose as well. So we'll 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 get Ooh, that sorted out. An aristocrat. Yeah, look at you. <laughs> All fancy in Waterloo. That's not what you called them before. I have I have those top hats, and they're sitting on the workbench. Because they are too large for the new ones. Yeah. The new barbs. The new barbs, if you get order the ones from Inceptions, come with their own little sleeve. Now, they're not top hats, but Simon can't do everything perfectly. So we'll just go with that. Yeah. Hey, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching us on Facebook, we're going to ask you guys one last time. Please hit that like and share button. And if you have any groups that you belong to, please share this to any of those paintball groups. Or, hey, even if it's uh, a froth group or something share this over there so that maybe we can convince some people to play some paintball um for those of you that are watching us on facebook we're going to say farewell to you guys in a few minutes we're going to continue to broadcast on youtube and we're going to continue to record uh our after show for our podcast our podcast numbers have been growing for years and we want you guys to be a part of that community if you like what you're hearing and you don't really want to sit for it on facebook download us a podcast you can listen to us on your way to work while you're at work uh at school whatever put it on in the background it's definitely uh sometimes it's uh, more entertaining that way so you guys can catch everything and, and not have to worry about cat videos that you're scrolling past um so yeah so thank you very much on uh, facebook for all our, all of you guys that are watching us if you guys want to continue to listen to us we're going over to youtube right now 
And uh, if we don't see you over on YouTube, we're going to see you guys over on uh, on our podcast. And you guys can get that pretty much anywhere you guys get podcasts. So we won't go into too many things, but Gavin, Josh, and Joe, thank you guys so much for being on the program. Thanks for having us again, Todd. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll see Thanks. you guys in just a moment on the after show. And otherwise, farewell to all of you guys on Facebook. We'll see you guys next week. It'll be 10 minutes. All right. So here's what you guys have been waiting for. And I'll be honest with you. All I've been doing is doing lip service for the last 50 minutes for you guys watching us on Facebook doing the doing the pre-show. Once I got it in my head that I wanted to talk about hair products and cologne, I, 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 I've got to shut everything down. And I want to get to that because I'm very curious because we're all kind of varying ages, all of us that are that are in the in, in, in the uh, production here. But I like I mean, my. Yeah, I mean, let let Joe Joe sort of top it. Let's start with cologne, and it wouldn't it wouldn't have to be just one because I know personally I started with one, and I, that's not what I carried through the rest of, for my whole life. But Joe, let's go back to you. What what was your cologne of choice? And we are watching you guys in the uh, live YouTube chat. I want to hear from you guys as well. And this unfortunately may show your age, but tell us either your favorite or your first colognes. I used um, Brute Aftershave. Brute Fabergé came in a green plastic bottle, <laughs> and I would shave and splash it on. And then, believe it or not, I had a fair amount of hair, and I used a hairspray called Final Net, and I would spray it on extra extra firm so it would keep my hair back in a, in a long feather or whatever you want to call it, part it down the middle. And then I guess I did that for the longest time, and then I went into um, Fahrenheit cologne and i haven't worked probably for eight or 10 15 years i bet so i just use my normal <laughs> deodorant yeah so there nice. you go i uh my very first cologne that was given to me and i will be honest with you i did not use it i felt really bad for my parents because they bought it for me but it was aqua velva and it was a stocking wow. stuffer and my mom was so proud of herself uh, i did not i smelt it and i did not wear it um i did buy myself drakkar i will admit that <laughs> Uh, when it first came out, I also then, uh, one of my girlfriends suggested that I get out of that and go into polo. So I did, uh, that was the next cologne. Then I went into aqua de geo, stopped wearing cologne for like 10 years. And then, uh, now I'm, I don't know the name of it, but this symbol is a pie symbol. I don't know what the name of the cologne is. I really don't. I just remember oh. smelling it going, Hey, I should get that. And I got it. So oh, there you go. Look Angry you. Canadian gamer says Axe body spray. You have got to be under 20 years old. <laughs> and single. And single. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, Gavin, what about you? Yeah, so I went down the polo route as well. Uh, it didn't interact well with me. And then I had a lady, fr <laughs> I had a lady friend suggest uh, Obsession, Calvin Klein. Ooh. Uh, and so that was... Uh, the scent of her former boyfriend. But, but that... Well, her, <laughs> I'm not going there, but yes, potentially. Uh, but that was uh, not her dad's cologne. Oh, I got to be like that. Apparently, that agreed with me, uh, so I had some success with that. And um, although I can't use uh, fragrances anymore because of scent-based allergies and uh, in our workplace, uh, I, I miss uh, I, I miss being able to splash a little uh, little scent on before you, you head out the door. But that's awesome. Chase Traffic Moore says the old spice aftershave. Yes. 
Uh, Dwayne King says, Aqua Velva, the Russians win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> uh, did anyone wear preferred stock, says Lisa Weber? No. 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 Must be an American thing. I don't even remember that one. Yeah, Lisa no, Weber, you should have wore that. happy. Yeah. What about you, Josh? WD-40? Um, don't say bacon grease. <laughs> <laughs> Pierogi All drippings. the dogs followed me home. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't. I am um, not a one. Come on. I, I I'm trying to think of it. I think I was a Swiss Swiss Army. You're pure Musk. Just admit it. <laughs> pure Musk. Beside beside my own natural Musk and fresh cut pine. Um, for the longest time it was uh, Swiss Army. I don't know. It was a small. It was in a tall, skinny container. So was Brute. Oh, damn. Yes. Um, yep. Brute was actually my after hockey one. <laughs> I, I don't know why. Is every time we had a hockey game, we'd be on the way home, you shower, and afterwards it was this little plastic Brute bottle with the little ball on the bottom with the long skinny top yeah. on it. I, I, I don't know. That was my bus ride home. Okay, so I'm admitting I'm this as well. So do you remember the bars? And, and clearly uh, we all do. The little uh, dispenser, cologne dispenser in the Really? Yes. I'm going to put a loony really? in it. I'm going to freshen up. Yeah. And you keep getting Anybody? condoms instead. I can't say I ever did that. <laughs> Anybody? Just me? I never did that. <laughs> um, I'm going to give Dan and Hardy a little bit of a heads up. He says baby oil. Do not use baby oil. You're going to attract older ladies, and you're going to hear TikTok, TikTok going in their head, and you're just going to be... It's not good, my friend. Um, Alistair Hay says, I use Brute. <laughs> That's awesome. His next post says, and I'm still single. Um, <laughs> Gunpowder and Bonfire, Dojo42 says. Nice. Nice. When you, when you date your aunt's sister. <laughs> when you're uh, what? Okay. okay so the, <laughs> when your family tree has is, one branch. <laughs> all joking aside, what about now? Nothing. I can't. I, can't. I, I wear cologne I every day. I put a little spritz on it, and I and it, I don't know what it's called, but it it has the pie symbol on it. Yeah, no, I, I wish I. I could. don't know uh, what it is. I, I, I can't due to scent-based allergies. We have to remove yeah. any strong uh, smelling. Uh, I've been asked to put stuff on. It just masks everything same. else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now, you know, and more and more, more and more places are going that direction as well, right? So whether that is a uh, even like a like a strong shampoo and anything with a with a heavy fragrance afterwards uh, yeah. could potentially cause some distress I, okay so i've actually been told to change laundry soap really no just no no start using it you missed my memo <laughs> you read it again Please no no, no. this is at work soap. not the show <laughs> okay. okay so i know the reason why we don't sit beside each other in the show gavin you don't have to remind <laughs> me every week it's in my contract <laughs> now this is going to date myself but I want to switch to a different product. Somebody has to. I want to talk about hair product because we all, even Joe had hair back many years ago and we all use things. I want to say that the first shampoo I used was Pert Plus. It had shampoo and conditioner because I had a busy, busy schedule. And then I had Alberto Mousse. Or if I was feeling feisty, I would use Dep Styling Gel. Whoa. Either the green or the pink. Dippity-doo, baby. Dippity-doo for me. That's it. <laughs> What are you guys thinking? 
Well, I still use a lot of hair product because uh, for those who don't know me personally, look at it's that. It's the Fabergé commercial <laughs> with Heather Locklear oh. from the 80s where I told a friend and she told a friend and so on and so on. And that's what people need to do to promote paintball. It worked with Fabergé Organic in the 80s with Heather Locklear. But if every friend told a friend and they told a friend and told a friend, we'd have more people playing paintball. Just oh. saying. Thank you, Dan and Hardy, for the heads up. Uh, that, you're probably right. That's what it is. Bobby Dow says, Oda420. Nice. Uh, Dwayne King says, I used to wear uh, jet fuel, but not on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Cars. Dojo wants no roll-on sticker spray. It doesn't matter. Just put something on. Yeah. Did you guys ever have the talk where you were told to put deodorant on? I don't think so. Yeah. No, I had th- my grade six teacher. <laughs> No, I came back in after gym class. He's like, listen, uh, you guys are all at the age now where I need to tell you something. And I was like, oh, man, this is a serious talk. He's like, you need to put on deodorant. You all stink. <laughs> Every I, day. I think we had the same talk at school. And that was the other thing. So I went home and said, like, I need deodorant. So, yeah. But then, but then started the battle of the deodorants. <laughs> and it literally divided our class between Reichard and Gillette. Okay, by the way, if you guys have a spray, (laughs) if you guys use spray deodorant and you're in like a general locker area, just know that that goes more than just under your arm. That goes everywhere. So just be a little respectful on that. I remember in the locker room, guys are spraying and it's like a haze. It's like someone left the shower on hot for a half an hour. It's yeah, it's just nasty. Uh, It's like leaving leaving the hockey change room after... uh... Axe body spray came up. <laughs> well, you have to do the alphabet, don't you? You have to start with the X, then you got to taste do... it for weeks. <laughs> Lisa Weeper says uh, purple extra hold Aquanet. Yeah, that was That's the most flammable. <laughs> that was the most flammable too. Yeah. So speaking of which, I used to use a hairspray and all that stuff to actually light fires. <laughs> I would steal, steal yeah, that's my true. parents and then you would yeah. just use it. He's still not allowed place. to use a cigarette lighter. <laughs> Worked really good in your potato guns. Hey, uh, just to change the subject real quick. Have you guys seen Lupin yet on Netflix? L-U-P-I-N Lupin? No. I've been no. told it's supposed to be really good. I watched the preview for it and I fell, almost fell for it. But it's another one of those Spanish dubbed English. Um, oh, I might have started watching. I can't watch those movies. Listen, people. Yeah. if I'm watching a movie, it ain't for reading. Period. <laughs> no, but they don't. It's not subtitles. They you could, but you could tell like the lips are still moving. Like I don't know how many words it takes to describe something in Spanish, but in English it only takes a word or two, and the the character keeps talking. But it's they've overdubbed it with 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 other actors, right? The only movies good for that are samurai movies. <laughs> yeah, Uncle, that's true. <laughs> true. Yeah. So whatever. Um, not going to waste my good- time then. Speaking of good movies that are strangely entertaining, Operation Odessa. Yeah, I heard that too. I I watched it for the first two minutes. I was like, this is stupid. Three minutes in, I'm like, I can't turn it off. And where is that on? Um, Netflix? Was it Netflix or... And is that a movie? Amazon. Okay. It's like a documentary okay. kind of... I'll but check like it you out. watch it... It's, it's kind of like Tiger King in the way that you watch it and you're like, there's no way this is real. Okay. And then you Google it afterwards and you're like, holy shit, it is. Are you waiting for me? I'd okay. like to do, I'd like to watch something because right now, like, I'm almost 
thinking of going to watch Mandalorian. Like I like I I'm on a precipice, a cliff, and I don't know where to jump. Which Did you is watch Yellowstone? We're we've watched that. We're about six episodes in, and I I I don't know. I, I it doesn't it's not keep terrible. my interest. Odessa is on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. No, Joe, it's not terrible. It's actually not bad. I just it's just not very. I don't know. It doesn't move very quick and. Every episode, it's like There's Three's a lot of Company. Around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like Three's Company. There's always a misunderstanding, and I. Yeah. What? So I'm working my way through the Man in the High Castle, which is so far so good. Really? I want to. Uh, uh, right? Right? Yeah. I don't you, know Josh. if my I don't know if my wife will want to watch turn that. It off. Yeah, very. It's, it's, uh, Joe, it's, it's not that it's bad. Star, but it's, She'll it, like yeah, it. It's pretty good. Okay. Um, what about? It's, it's a um, drama-ish, and if you know enough about history. And the principles of the Nazi party, it makes a whole lot of sense. And it gets deeper and deeper and deeper. It gets really good. We watched Bridgerton. That was okay. So my wife has watched it, said she'd watch it again if I was interested in watching it. But I watched the preview. It, I, it didn't do anything for me. But am I missing it, something? It was It was kind of... The, the, the costumes were neat. The story was okay. But what I... What I liked, and I, uh, <laughs> I'll talk about it after. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. There was probably ample storyline. All right. Well, listen, guys. Why don't we end this now? Uh, Matt just texted and said we're running long, so let's uh, let's let's end this here. Um, Gavin, thank you for being on the show tonight. Again, folks, always great to be here. Thank you so much for your interaction and your support of the show um, ongoing. Uh, we'll definitely see you next week. Yeah, for sure. Josh oh. Subisabrikas. Uh, yes, and I'd like to do a thank you to Murphy's Law. Um, I've drank almost half of this during this show. <laughs> nice. um, Jesus. Oops. <laughs> it, was, it might be a rough day to work at work tomorrow. Um, I got Pepper Shine. This stuff is phenomenal. Indeed, I agree. That's my favorite. Phenomenal. I'm gonna, I'm, Gavin got me some uh, maple, maple stuff I'm going to try. And I mix it with the real stuff with the clam juice in it. Nice. A, a number one. Uh, I've never had a Caesar in my life before, but I have to say I am a fan. Nice. 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 And Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to Hair Talk with me because I'm an expert. And uh, we'll see everyone next week. Awesome, guys. Thanks for listening. If you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Smash the whatevers and give the thumbs up and hit the notification bells. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. If you like tonight's show, it is turned into a podcast and you can find hundreds of them at Apple Podcast or through Spotify or any other podcast platform in the known universe. If you want to watch tonight's show, go to YouTube and launch a search. They are all there. We release a new podcast every Monday night at 8 p.m. If you want to hit up the show, reach us by email at show at behindthebunker.com and you can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Tonight's podcast was produced by Matt the Crypt. Show's sponsors are Planet Eclipse, Enola Gay, Air Ups, Ruthless, Exalt, GI Sports, and DLX. I'm Todd Ansich. Thanks for listening.